Hi everyone, I'm Caleb with Team Rockin' Christians, and this is episode 14 of Rockin' Talk, which is also the final episode for Rockin' Talk season 1. The guest for today is Rachel Lang. Rachel is an astrologist, artist, and spiritual teacher. Michelle Vanderwater sits down with Rachel to talk about life in the stars, learn simple tips on how to reach your goals, navigate through this difficult time, and look forward to a brighter future in 2021. Hope you enjoy! Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me this morning. I am interviewing my friend Rachel Lang who is an astrologer and healer and I'm really excited to be talking with her today because of the election of course and the news that we've received so we will be touching base on that but we're also going to talk about um, how astrology affects our daily lives um, what we can learn from um, looking to the stars and maybe what we can learn intuitively too. So Rachel is here and I am going to invite her. Let me see if I can, here we go. Invite, sorry, little technical challenge here. <laughs> okay. Let's see if, if that worked. Rachel, can you request to join at all? Let's see here. Invite. Done. Okay, I'm going to keep talking until we can get this going. Um, I can see her. She's, she, can you, I can see her. I just don't know how to call her in. Let's see here. Invites, okay. What if I click that? Okay. Thanks for being patient, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. <laughs> I requested, I requested the invite, so I uh, requested you to join live. Let's see if that worked. So anyway, a little bit more about Rachel. She is certified from the American Federation of Astrologers, and she is a member of ISAR, the International Society for Astrological Research. Um, she also works um, do, uh, with businesses and um, entrepreneurs, and she's a very gifted healer that began studying seriously in her late teens. So this is going to be a really exciting interview if we can get, if she can call in. And go live. Okay. I'm clicking the go live button, Rachel. So there you are. Yay. We worked it out. Yes. Okay. So I, I, I know I'm a little technology challenge too. So no worries. But thank you so much for joining oh, us today. Thank you for having me on on this very very exciting day. I know we're so excited. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm actually really good. How are you? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. I'm just you know. 
Um, I'm excited, so excited to talk to you because we have a lot to talk about. So if you can just give us a little background about what you do and how you got started and, you know, from the beginning, <laughs> I've been reading your, I've been reading your uh, bio, so you oh, can yeah. fill in the, fill in the blanks. Um, yeah. So how did you get started with your business? I mean, was it something, cause you know, I watched that show Psychic Kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw that show yep. and you know, this field does seem to be like something that is that people are born with, obviously like this special gift, but I'm just curious, like how young were you when you realized this was your gift and, um, you know, how, like what was the process in accepting that and cultivating it? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think, I mean, I think I've always had, I, I've always had the gift. And in fact, I have like a, a kind of a, an interesting history with, with it because I grew up in a, in, in a household that was really religious, evangelical. And so, oh, wow. like, so you know, growing up, we, you know, I talked to angels and I, I was really in that spiritual world. And then I discovered the new age section of the library. <laughs> and I was like 14 years old and I, and I was kind of going through that rebel stage and uh-huh. trying to you know, separate from my parents. And, and I, 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 once I discovered astrology, um, I was so, it was, it was like, um, it made so much sense to me. I could understand myself. I could understand the world and it mm-hmm. opened up all of my gifts in a new way. So, and did this conflict with your religious upbringing? Because I, I mean, I don't really know much about evangelicalism, but um, it does, is it is it very you know is it something that they acknowledge or don't acknowledge? Yeah, um, you know, I think within within that world, um, I mean, astrology is definitely com- in, conflictual. Like that, they, like that's not something that we we do. Um, right. Um, but. But now that I kind of have both perspectives, I see that it's all part of a spirit of, of who we are spiritually, and mm-hmm. it's a tool that we can use to understand ourselves, to understand our relationships, and to understand the world and 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 the way things are unfolding for us right now. So I think it's all part of a big spiritual picture, and everything's re- interrelated and interconnected. Right. Yeah, that's great. So you discovered the. Um, astrological section of the library and you did a lot of reading yep yep and yeah how was that breaking it to your family or your parents that this was something you wanted to pursue seriously that um, that actually didn't happen for I mean I was I was really studying it on my own um, Mm -hmm. all through college I actually worked with teachers and mentors and I actually developed um, uh, my psychic gifts as well and mediumship so I was dabbling in all kinds of different things. And then when I decided to do it as a career, I was, it was right at my Saturn return. And for those of you listening, those, those of your listeners who know what I'm talking about and who are 29 and 30 right now, you're in your Saturn return. It's a big turning point in life. And astrologically, it's a big turning point. And that was when I really said, this is what I want to do. So that, um, oh, great. And did you know that's, that's where you were at that time? Or, I mean, did, were you guiding yourself? I mean, were you like kind of looking in your, in your own life, were you sort of looking for guidance mm-hmm. in astrology to help you kind of chart your career path, I guess? Is what I'm asking? Because a lot of times we can't see us, we can't read ourselves and we can't see ourselves, right? Exactly. So I'm just curious if you kind of 
did your did your own chart at such an early age and was like oh this is where i am right now and it's okay to pursue this or it's okay to sort of you know or not to do it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I, I, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I didn't, I did, wasn't able to see it for myself, but I went mm -hmm. to a friend of mine who is incredible, who was a, a, a really gifted psychic, and I said, I need to get out of my, my corporate day job. Um, I need to do something that's more that feeds my soul. Mm -hmm. And she said, Why don't you do astrology? And I was like, I, it had never occurred to me that that could be a career path. Because this was, this was about 15 or 16 years ago when, right. you know, now we have so many opportunities for young entrepreneurs coming up who are in the spiritual or wellness field. Now this is a path. But it's very trendy right now. Yeah. yeah. But mm -hmm. back then, this was too, it was, it was weird. No one did this, you know. Right. Um, and so I trusted, I trusted her. And I trusted myself and I made a business plan. So I tried to be very serious about it. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I gave away a couple of readings and then I built a referral network and it just started growing. So that's awesome. Yeah. And so what kind of people, uh, what are the services that you offer for people and what can they expect when they, when they get a reading? So I'm just, um, Briefly, is it different if you work with uh, like a business or a company or a corporation than it is if you work with somebody individually as a person? Yeah, definitely, because mm -hmm. they're asking different questions. Okay. Um, and usually businesses are asking, you know, wanting to expand into new markets and which markets do I go into? Or they're trying to figure out when to time things, like when to time an, um, an IPO or when to time... Uh, the launch of a business, like, you know, every business has a birthday. Right. Um, so, mm -hmm. so it, it's a little bit different working with individuals who are asking questions about their lives, um, about their love lives. Mostly I do. I do right. a lot of love life questions. <laughs> of course. I mean, what else is there in yeah, life? <laughs> yeah, job, career, life purpose. Um, yeah. and, and really what, what's very cool is that now people are so much more spiritually attuned. And people mm -hmm. know themselves so much more than, than they did when I first started my practice. And so now people are asking, you know, what kind of self-care practices should I be doing to handle my anxiety? Or, right. you know, how can I focus my, my creative energy to, to really feel a sense of purpose in my work? So, mm -hmm. um, so working with individuals, I kind of like to, 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 to see what, what they want to create, like what is the life that you want to live and how mm -hmm. can astrology, how can psychic information, how can, how can I guide, help guide you to, to creating that, to working a little magic in your life and being the person that you, that you were born to be. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's great that everybody is really kind of pursuing um, this period of um, self-awareness and, you know, everyone's doing a lot of meditation and all that kind of stuff. But I, I think, you know, when you throw in this astrological aspect, it kind of like brings it to a whole new level because we can only work on ourselves so much. You know, I can only do like so much meditation or I can only do, you know, have so much um, mindfulness or self-awareness about myself. But I think reading a charts is uh, or reading um, the stars or, you know, doing an astrological element as well is sort of that extra added information that you might need to at least keep you motivated 
I think. I feel like that's something I struggle with. It's like I know what I want and I know the direction I'm going in, but there's always that seed of doubt. Is it the right time? Is it, is it the right goal? Um, am I going to regret wishing this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's really important. And so I guess with um, how do you work uh, or you're saying with, with businesses that their goal is much more, um, I guess, what's the word, like a business plan, you know, if somebody's looking to kind of create a business plan for their future. Uh, do, they, do they, I mean, that must sound so uh, complicated because obviously a business is, has so many moving parts and there are so many people a lot of the times who's making the big important decisions. How do you influence them? Um, I mean, do they take it with a big chunk of salt or are they, you know, how do they respond to you? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, the, the clients with most of the clients, my business clients come to me first because they're come to me through their business with their business because they have seen me for a personal session. And okay. so there's like an element of trust that's already there. Right. And, um, and, you know, when I'm when I'm working with anyone, I I really like I I, I really like results, you know. I really mm -hmm. like for people to say, oh yeah, that timing worked, or, or that, you know, this made sense for me, or this, you know, this was a good suggestion. And so mm -hmm. and so over time, I just I think building relationships um, helps to to inspire trust, and then, and you know, ultimately any any session, business or personal, I'm always going to. Um, to to help my clients to feel powerful in making decisions in their lives. And mm -hmm. that's really what a good astrologer, a good healer, a good psychic, a good therapist is going to do. Um, so I don't really look for how I can influence as much as I look for how can we, how can we work together in this session to help you to get a little closer to where you want to be. Right. Oh, that's great. And so just, you know, somebody who might be listening to this interview and has no idea about astrology or healing or anything like that, what are some, like, basic things that people can do, um, you know, aside from reading their horoscope, because everybody reads their horoscope, but what is, like, like some tips that people can do every day to help improve them getting to their goal? Mm, great question. Um, well, I think like putting astrology aside, because there are ways that you can use astrology in your everyday life, even if you like you don't know your birth time. Um, mm -hmm. There are ways to do that. So we'll bookmark that and come back to that. But I think one of the biggest things is really getting to the root of what holds you back, what what fears, what beliefs, you know, doing some self reflection. Journaling is a great way. It's like a everyday practice that you can do that mm -hmm. that you can you can journal like, where's this fear coming from? Why am I, why am I limiting myself in this way? Um, so that's, really that's so, that's so important. Cause I feel like, I mean, especially right now, people have a lot of anxiety for, you know, for good reason. But I also feel like, um, it, it's almost like, uh, the fear of the unknown rather than being afraid of something real. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think a lot of times people, uh, d maybe they haven't explored the difference in like, you know, I'm feeling anxious, but why am I feeling anxious? It's just like, I'm feeling anxious because there's a virus and all this stuff might happen and blah, blah, blah. But it's not, it's not the real reason that might apply to you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I think that, that 
anytime the well you know we've seen in 2020 I mean this year has been it's been a year of of it's been a hard year I think a lot of us can can all agree mm-hmm. on that but it's also been a year of transition and we're moving really from one paradigm to another in terms of social justice in terms of um in terms of how we view the world there's so much that's been kind of broken down and being rebuilt and we haven't got to, to that rebuilding stage yet and we can look at this astrolog- astrologically and just put it in a little in the context of January 12th 2020 we had a really big transit that involved pluto which is death and rebirth and saturn mm. which is structure so economy government um patriarchy like all of these like foundational structures pluto and saturn were coming together and um and 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 kind of rocking our world a little bit mm-hmm. and and indicating a whole new chapter in our history so this was all this is what we came into at the very start of 2020 and so it's no wonder that we were all feeling anxious and that there's this virus that that, that we had to have change on all different levels but we haven't gotten to the new chapter yet so so you're what you're saying about the fear of the unknown i i think i think the the that that's real i think so many of us have had this anxiety and this grief that we don't even know where it's where it's coming from but it's mm-hmm. coming from these bigger cycles that are unfolding for us at this moment in time And so when is the the next chapter what is there a specific date that we can look to so we can just put it in our calendar and mark it's it's over yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like like 2 weeks to go right, right, right. You know there's there's another really big so this week this week coming up this is um for those for those who are watching this a little bit later November 12 November 12th is another big defining transit where Pluto and Jupiter come together And Jupiter is you know it's it's our faith it's our beliefs it's hope it's optimism and so we think we're going to see but it's also kind of this is a transit of revolution and this is a transit of where it's like a build up of energy and it's you know ah like it, you know kind of mm-hmm. a little bit of an explosion um and so we have to we're, we're we got to get through this week and then December 21st is actually a really big day um that's the day when saturn and jupiter come together and i'm it, writing this down okay. sorry <laughs> december 21st okay december 21st and what, what's what's great what's very cool about this transit is that they're coming together in in a new in the sign of aquarius which is the sign that relates to technology it relates to invention innovation but it also represents um community people coming together and um coming together to really balance the power structures that have been out of balance for so long. So this is our new chapter. This is the new beginning. And I think if we want to put it in really practical terms, I think that's probably going to be the time when you know politically uh the legal matters about the election and it's kind of like a time when we can really look forward. It's like all of this is behind us. 2020 is behind us, the elections behind us, and we can just move forward and say what do we want to what do we want to create next? What do we want to shape what how do we want the rest of the of the 2020s to look like for us? Yeah. And that's a a great date as well. I mean, it is it kind of a coincidence that it's right before Christmas. 
Um, so we really will have a reason to celebrate, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. And it's, a, it's the solstice too. So the solstice is a, um, a, a time when we're entering into a new season. You know, it's a time when the sun moves into Capricorn and, uh -huh. and and that you know solstice points are like action like we want to do something we want to make something happen so it's it's going to be i think I'm, I'm looking forward to the end of november oh that's great yeah that's really good news and i think a lot of people watching are, are going to be relieved that there is something that we can you know an actual date we can look forward to uh -huh. um you know i think it's important right now it's like people so many people are just grasping at straws like we don't know you know, the uncertainty of it all. So it's really inspiring um, that you said that. Thanks for sharing that with sure, us. Absolutely. <laughs> and I have to say, I'm looking at your chart too. And um, Oh yeah, let's talk about people's yeah. charts. So how do you, um, so first of all, what is a personal chart um, and how do you go about creating it? Yeah, it, um, so a personal chart maps out where the planets are and the fixed stars and um, it kind of maps out the sky at the time of your birth. Okay. And it's based on the day, the time, and the place. And if you don't have the time of day that you were born, you can still get a really good snapshot of what was happening. So if anyone's listening, and there are ways to rectify a chart to um, to look at life events and find the time that you were born, but it's very, it's very, um, it's a, it's a process. Mm -hmm. um, and so your chart just says what planets were where, um, and it, and what's kind of cool is it puts you in the very center of the universe. And every single chart is so different. Someone could be born the same day as you and have a very different looking chart. So you're, you're an incredibly, all of us are incredibly unique. We're so different. A chart is kind of like your thumbprint. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and so when, and each planet represents a different aspect of yourself, a different aspect of your personality, and a different part of your life. So when we put it all together, it's kind of like, re it's, it's a language, I'll say. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. if, if, you, if you were just to look at your chart for the first time, you'd be like, this is Greek, I have no idea right. what any of this means. But, um, but there are so many great uh, resources online now, and, and apps, and, and, and websites, and things like that to help us to help you discover different aspects of your chart and, and understand what it means. That's awesome. So with these apps though, I mean, are they really, cause I feel like when you read somebody's chart, like you're an intuitive person. So your interpretation might be different than if I just downloaded an app that told me technically um, everything that I am. But I feel like if you were going to read my chart, I would have so much more of, um, you know, a personal, um, perspective because you would maybe be able to see or feel things that aren't coming through the app mm -hmm. that yes absolutely i mean when mm -hmm. you when you look at a computer printout it's not personal the computer is not telling you this is the most important thing in your chart the computer is telling you this is what this means um so i mean i i always recommend having someone having a professional look at your chart or right. taking classes and oh really you can take classes yeah. oh that's amazing yeah 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 to learn how to do it for yourself um and how to how to how to understand other people you know it's great for those of you know those people who are anyone who's dating 
Um, yeah. <laughs> to get, get a better sense of like, who is this person? <laughs> yeah. You know what I ask? I ask for the, uh, the Maya Briggs personality. Do you really? um, I do. Cause I feel like that is very specific. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Every time I've, um, I've obviously taken the test and I have it on my dating profile, what I am, but, um, I feel like, you know, it's very accurate, you know, um, cause it's, it's such a, it's, it, it's so, um, informative. Like you have to give a lot of, you have to take the test. First of all, it's very lengthy and then it gives you so much information about, you know, on a psychological front, I guess. But, um, but yeah, that's a great idea also doing a birth chart. So you did my chart. Um, do you want, as an example, do you want to just explain a little bit about myself? Yes, I would love to. I would love to. Let me see. I'm going to actually see if I can, if I can, I'm going to move my phone. So hang on. This is going to get glitchy for, or this is going to get ugly for a second. Okay. I'm going to move my phone. I'm going to get, yeah, I'm going to see. It said, uh, okay, there it is. Oh, Wow. There it is. So that's this is what the chart looks like. This okay. is what the chart looks like. And we don't have your birth time, so I just did it for noon on the day that you were born. Okay. And so you'll see each one of these planets represents a different aspect of you. So and and here's here are some things. So there there when we look at a natal chart, it tells us about your personality. It tells us a little bit about what you're here to learn, some of your bigger challenges. And then there are ways that we can look and see how the planets in the heavens today are aspecting your chart or working with your chart. And that kind of gives us a forecast of what, of what, what you can expect and what's, what's going on. It kind of gives us a lay of the land of what's happening in your life. Okay. Um, and so I wanted to just point out all of this amazing Pisces energy up here at the top. Um, we see, Venus and Mercury, Venus is the planet of relationships, but it's also the planet of fashion, home decor, style. Ooh, look and, at that. Yeah, what a coincidence. See, I know, and you see how <laughs> these are right up here and how, uh-huh. how that's, a, that's a big, the, and, and Mercury is communication. So talking about those things is something that, that, um, that's really strongly suggested for you in your chart. Um, We also have a really nice, really nice balance here, a really nice relationship between Mars, which is Mars and Venus are are the planets that that are relation like relationship planets. So Venus Mm -hmm. represents how how we attract a love, what we're kind of what we're looking for, how we flirt, how we play in relationships. And Mars is passion. It's, you know, it's that, 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 the aspect of ourselves that's kind of, that's, that's, that, that's sexual, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. And the fact that these two are in a really good, strong, solid relationship, nice trine is what we call that, um, shows that, first of all, that relationships are, that you want, that you don't want a lot of drama in relationships. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. <laughs> and that you and that you that you that you also have a really good way of communicating in relationships. And that 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 you seek balance. And that whoever whoever you're you're are you are you dating right now? Are you in a relationship? I am. Oh, yes. Good, good. A brand well, yeah, it's very new, very new relationships, so Okay, because yeah. this is actually a, an incredible relationship year for you. Um, oh wow! Okay, good relationship time for you, and I'll show you where I see that. 
So over the, over the course of 2020, um, Saturn is this guy right here, this little, this brown planet right here. And mm -hmm. Saturn is like, Saturn is, is, is kind of, it's tough. It's like, it's, it's like, um, it's, it's, it represents our, like where we, where we might have challenges, where we push ourselves, kind of that strong inner critic, but it also is commitment. And Saturn has been beautifully aspecting your Venus throughout 2020, getting you ready for commitment, getting you ready for, uh, for marriage actually, or like, you know, like whatever that, whatever commitment means to you or whatever, like a long-term, you know, partnership means to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and Saturn's also been opposing your Mars, which kind of puts you in touch with your inner warrior. And so you've had this balance of opening your heart in very big ways and also having a struggle with putting up boundaries and, and having to assert yourself and having to, to fight when you're, or when you're a pacifist, like you are not a fight, you, you are a lover, not a fighter. Does that make sense mm -hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So so Saturn and Pluto have both been kind of challenging you throughout this year, and Jupiter have been challenging you to take charge of your life, to be ambitious, to be driven, to um to to basically clear anything out of the way that that any any relationships that are unsupportive, like you've had to really take your power this year. Does that make sense to you? It does. It's definitely been a big year of self-reflection, I think. Mm. Um, and in, yeah, reevaluating relationships. Um, I think, I, I think COVID had a lot to do with that actually, because a lot of people disappeared, mm. you know, at the, when we had lockdown and then you start to think, Oh, okay. So who really are my friends? Who are the people in my life that, that I'm important to? And, you know, obviously the people who don't consider me an important part of their lives disappeared. Oh. And my true, my true friends rose to the top, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah, I think that was, but I think it was a good thing. I think we all need that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I definitely count it as a blessing. Good. Yeah. That's, it's, you're coming out of that. You're coming out of the, some of the difficulty that you have had. It's like you're, you're on the other side of it now. And mm -hmm. 2021 is, is like, this amazing prolific creative time for you um when i think you'll see this in your relationships you'll see this in your work um i think it's a time when when you're just gonna feel like you're shining your light in the world in very big ways and there's not there's nothing stopping you so so it's um it's a it's, it's a really like all of 2020 everything that you went through the self-reflection the you know relationship questions all that you went through in 2020 you, there's a payoff in 2021 and even in like 2022 is even better <laughs> so awesome so, oh that's great news yeah so that's, thank you so much yeah that's um i mean i think a reading like this just you know it it just it just makes me so happy i mean i obviously i got a really good reading <laughs> I don't know if everybody, I don't know if everybody's reading is this good, but um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely. I would encourage people listening if you're feeling stuck, maybe this is something you want to do. Contact Rachel because I feel very motivated and inspired, and that I'm on the right path, and it's very reassuring. And you know, that's that's what it's about. I think it's just you know, I think we need to be reminded that we're on a path. This is a journey. 
and that you, just because you don't know where you're going to end up doesn't mean that you're not going to get there, you know. And this is really just one way to, like, help. So, um, yeah, so thank you so much. Sure. So, yeah, so on that note, how do you – you also do healing and you do um, – you do medium readings. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you do that? Is is that like a completely different thing that you tap into or do you do a chart and then you work off the chart or how does that come about for you? Yeah, I, it's a different offering. It's a very different um, like state of mind to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, mediumship is basically communicating with, uh, with loved ones who've passed over and to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so off, so sometimes I, sometimes I'll be in, in an astrology session and a spirit will come through and it's like, okay, this is, you know, your, 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 your grandmother's here or your, you know, uh, or your, your father's here or something like that. Um, but most of the time it's a separate reading and I go into it with a different, with a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was always curious about that because obviously, I mean, not obviously, but I do watch a lot of, um, I love my, my secret indulgence is to watch a lot of, um, you know, people give readings and stuff. Like I'm all about like the spiritual world, um, ghost stories. I love it all. And it's just really interesting to me how, um, I feel like it's when you have this gift, it's something you can't ignore. It seems like, I mean, it could be the video editing, but it's always like, you know, someone's giving a reading about, you know, something, I don't know, um, the complete opposite. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my gosh, I have to stop because somebody's entered in my right corner and they're telling me that, you know, all these things about you and what you need to do. And I have to listen. I have to stop and listen to relay the message. Does that happen to you? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it does. Not, I mean, not when I'm like out in the grocery store or you know you're ringing up groceries and like hang on a second (laughs) your grandfather's just coming tell him when you give you a message right like um have you seen the long island medium like that show the long the long oh i haven't watched that i really want to see that though is that what she does she's a character but she does this she'll like be in the grocery store and she'll (laughs) your grandmother's telling me (laughs) um I, I don't, I don't, I don't work that way, but, but sometimes when I'm in session uh, with someone, I will like very often my ear will start ringing or I'll start feeling a sensation and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, or, or sometimes there's a glitch in the, in the call and, and like it, it's noticeable. Um, and then I'll stop and look, you know, okay, who's there? Who wants to come out and talk and, so yeah, so sometimes that happens. Oh, that's so interesting. Can you tell us one story? Do you have a story that was just mind blowing to you? Um, I don't know if it, it's maybe something that um, was very unexpected, or if you were spot, you know, if you had to deliver a particularly difficult message to somebody. Mm, great question. Um, I'm trying to think. Wow, I have so many, so many stories. The the one that's coming into my mind you know there um there's one that's coming into my mind and that was um that was actually a client who uh i didn't realize it at the time like i didn't know i didn't know her you know we this was our first session i didn't know anything about her story 
And all of a sudden, this motorcycle driving man, like this man, the spirit came in and he was like showing himself with a motorcycle. And I was like, wow, this is kind of a wild guy coming through. <laughs> and, um, and he kept on showing me a vision because often I'll see things. I'll see things or I'll hear things. And this is, anyone could access this gift. You probably could really well because you have a lot of, you have a lot of psychic abilities represented in your chart. Wow, I do? Yeah. Oh, you wow. Do. You do. I need to go to psychic school. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> but, so he was showing me this vision of him on a road. And so I said to her, I said, uh, and, and he told me, you know, I heard the word father very clearly. And I said, you're, and he, he was giving me the sense that he, that he basically left when she was born, that he drove oh. away. Mm -hmm. And I get chills telling the story. And I, and so I asked her, you know, uh, would I be correct in saying that that your father was a the traveler, that he liked to go beyond the road, and that maybe you didn't see him very often, and she just mm -hmm. started crying, and she didn't even know, she didn't really know her dad, because mm. he left, and so his whole message was, I'm sorry, I love you, I'm here with you now, and so for her, it was this incredible healing, this moment where she felt love that she'd never felt, but you know, that she'd never felt from him before. And it was like they got to connect in the afterlife in a way that they didn't connect here. And that was, that was one of the, that's one of my favorite stories just because it was so healing for her. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a big question that, um, well, I don't know if everybody wants to know, but I want to know, um, you know, it, it, you hear about people, um, stories like this that always have kind of like, um, it's almost like people who have passed over have definitely learned their lessons and they're coming through now a different person in the case that you, the story you told. But is it a case where people that have passed over haven't learned their lessons and they're sort of like <laughs> coming, they're coming through as they left? Maybe like, you know, I don't... Um, maybe uh maybe not you know maybe coming through with um more of a negative response or more of a negative energy great question um i have personally never encountered that before um okay i've, I've encountered some cantankerous grandmothers uh you know <laughs> don't marry that boy <laughs> well yeah exactly <laughs> actually i had one grandmother who came in spirit and said, you could do better. <laughs> yeah. So, um, or I've had people who, you know, but usually when they, when souls cross over into the other side, they go through what's called a life review. So mm -hmm. they're looking at their lives and they're trying to make sense of the decisions they made. They're like, it's a, you know, it's a time when we don't have our stubbornness, like the ego goes away. And mm -hmm. so often they realize things that they could have never realized in real life. And so, and so almost always, so they, a lot of times they come back as their same personality. And so some of their personality traits shine through, but there's mm -hmm. always a new awareness of, you know, of, of who they are and the, and, you know, some of the choices that they've made and there's, um, and so very often if you have a struggle with someone in real life, um, and you have a difficult relationship with someone in real life, when they pass to the other side, there can be this whole new beginning and this whole new understanding of who they are, mm -hmm. you know. That's great. I only wish we didn't have to die to come to that realization. 
You know, I, know. I really wish that we, I mean, you know, we're starting to now have more self-awareness and mindfulness and sort of evaluate our lives while we're still living. But it's such a shame that it takes something like us passing over to kind of, you know, um, make that reformation, you know, to kind yeah. of, so I think that's a big lesson for everybody, you know, uh, listening. You don't want to wait till you've died <laughs> and passed over to sort of reevaluate your life and your decisions and, and come to a place of um, healing and love and just be a better person in this world, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, um, I think that, I think a lot of this is changing and I think we can thank previous generations for teaching us in some ways what not to do. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then also thinking, you know, there's been so much shift, shifting that's been happening over the last several years where we are more awake. And, mm -hmm. I, think, um, and I think there are more re resources for us to, to, to do that deep soul work, that deep self-exploration. Um, and so I, 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 think, I, think our, I think future generations, I think we'll, we'll be able to work through a lot of our messy stuff before before future generations come in and and not have to yeah absolutely yeah i mean with the digital age we have no excuse really i mean everybody has so much information at their fingertips they really uh th there's no excuse but that also makes it more difficult because sometimes it's easier to just have an excuse and be like oh well i'm too busy today or i can't change my situation or it doesn't make a difference mm -hmm. you know so i really feel like um the work that you're doing inspires us I mean, just having my chart read today really inspires me to make changes in my life. You know, I'm definitely going to psychic school. I'm so excited. Good. Oh, my God. So that would be awesome. Well, if you, do, if you do, I have one starting this spring, and you can be my guest. You can come as my guest. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would, oh, yeah. I would love to be a guinea pig. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you are writing a book as well. So is my understanding are you you are writing a book yeah okay what what is your what is the topic of your book and how did that come about yeah my book is actually about magic and oh yeah. wait okay so magic because we hear a lot about black magic mm -hmm. i think is the only magic that we hear about so what does that mean um magic and just as a definition magic is basically working it's 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 owning the power that you have to change your life and it's working okay. with elements it's doing rituals it's it's opening up to your spiritual gifts so tapping into your intuition all of all of that um but but magic is is basically shaping your reality shaping your life and making it more of what you want it to be and um mm -hmm. and so the book has rituals it has spells it has and it's not for people like which it's for the like the people who want to kind of dabble tap into their witchy side, but who don't consider themselves witches or who like this is like this is not you know, it's it's sort of an introduction to how to work with your spiritual gifts. Awesome, yeah. that's great. And so, when will it be ready? Can we buy it on your website? Not yet. It'll be out in okay. October uh, of next year. So next year. Okay. We have to wait a year. Okay. That gives us time though to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in the meantime, I am actually, so I, I do, I am offer, I do teach a class on magic. Um, and, uh, and so that's going to be in the spring and a class uh, on psychic development. I have both of those classes offering in the spring. Um, so there are ways to, 
to access the information. Some of some of I'm, I'm I'm taking little little excerpts from the book and putting them into my classes to really help people work with their gifts. So we learn things like how to read an aura. Um, oh right, have yeah. Ever, have you ever played uh, done that or explored explore that or? No, I would love to. Yeah, yeah. You, you. I'm telling you, you would be such a natural. Um, but so we do things like that. We talk about, you know, um, we talk about different rituals. We talk about how to tap into your intuition. All of those mm -hmm. things. So that's amazing! Yay! And I, yeah, oh, your website has so much information for everybody. I mean, how you. Do you post a daily horoscope or a monthly horoscope? I saw you have horoscopes on your website. Yep, I do monthly um, horoscopes, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's great. So people can go to um, rachellangastrologer.com and I will, I will have this in the description when, when this gets posted. And yeah, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, thank you for Is there anything me. else? Yeah, is there anything else you'd, you'd like to... Um, Dispatch on us. I, I don't know. Talk to us about <laughs> any words of wisdom so you can leave us right now. Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think, no, I think for everyone to know that 2020 is not over yet, that we still have, we still have another month of mm -hmm. a lot of, a, a, and it could get, it could get worse before that new beginning or not worse, but like we could have more, like COVID's still here. It's not going away. Um, mm -hmm. But once we start into 2021 and we have a number of cycles changing in very big ways, um, I think it's going to be a time uh, we're just going to see an incredible renaissance. So all of the art and the music and, and the theater, like basically we're coming back alive next year. And, um, and so if you are an artist, if you, if you, if you have, if you want to be creating something now is the time to be putting your work out into the world and, and showing it in very big ways and experimenting and exploring all the different ways that you can use your gifts. Awesome. That is, that is so great to hear. We really needed to hear that, I think. Um, well, thank you again so much for being here. It was so lovely talking to you. It was good talking to you too. And I really yeah, and maybe, maybe we can do this again in a few months. Um, you know, yeah, or in the new year when we can reflect back and see how the whole of 2020 went and how we can sort of like, you know, use it to our advantage <laughs> going forward. Okay. Thanks, Rachel. Right, thank thank you. you so much for joining us, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this interview and I will see you again next time. Thanks. Bye. Happy Saturday. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode with Rachel Ling. If you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a good review and follow us on all of our social medias at Rockin' Cushions. And you can always go to our website, rockincushions.com, to find affordable slipcovers for all of your IKEA furniture. This was the final episode of Rockin' Talk Season 1, and we hope you enjoyed all the different guests that we were able to bring on. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll soon be back with Season 2. Bye, everyone.